Hey guys, sorry about the delay on this episode. Squadcast updated their website and um, it broke a lot of stuff. We actually, um, we didn't have access to our recordings for a while. We finally just got the backup files and they're just raw files. They aren't synced. So you're going to hear a lot of echoes. Um, there might be some uh, <laughs> awkward pauses and delays more than normal. Um, we patched it back together as good as we could. Um, but I just wanted to say sorry for the delay and also sorry for the crappy quality on this guy. Uh, here it goes. Hello, Internet. This is the Friendship Snake Podcast. I'm your host, Wade Mariano, and I'm joined as always by... Trace Finnecaro. And... Uh, again, a series of low-effort repeating snakes. All righty. Gunner, you went to BronyCon... I did go to BronyCon. Tell us all about the it. Last, the last BronyCon. What's like the last picture show? And why is it the last one? Because, because it's, we're being it's attacked the song by... song that doesn't end. Because we're being attacked by water faucets coming through our brains. Wow. No. Um, so uh, this year marks the last year of production for the uh, for MLP Generation 4. So, Hallelujah. Uh, yeah, you know. What the I, fuck does that mean? So, uh, MLP, <laughs> My Little Pony. I don't know if you remember. Like, so sounds my, like the go. Major League Baseball. I like, thought I thought it sounded like that so, as well. So long the logo. ago, before the, the oceans drank Atlantis. Sorry, I'm talking over your gun. Yeah, you, you do that a lot. Um, it's all right. If you didn't unplug your microphone the first time we recorded this, well, I had I had to project my I had to project my bad karma all over you. Um, so. Back to um, so w- when we were kids, long ago, before the N- NES came out, do you re- do you remember like because it was yeah same time as GI Joe remember the My Little Pony cartoon? Nah, not not really. Maybe my sisters watched it. All right, are those the ones that they rerun on Netflix now? I don't. Well, actually, no. The Netflix are the terrifying third gen. Oh, which I is, guess I don't. I guess I don't know my ponies. Yes. So, um, back in the 80s, they did the original My Little Pony series, which was animated by Toei Animation Slave Laborers, but that was Generation 1, and they kind of have done, you know, like, multiple kind of subsequent groups of series after that, you know, because they bring the toy, they bring, they retire the toy, they bring it back, they retire it again, but, um, so... Like, back 2000, I think 2010, 2009, um, it was, well, anyways, the, it was, it was right after the, the crew that used to do Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends, they had ended that series, but, um, Hasbro hit them up, and so they brought My Little Pony back, uh, it, with that, with that Friendship is Magic thing, or, you know, the, that kind of spiel. But um, this you know like again like the, the this basically this just like BronyCon ends this year that this this iteration of that My Little Pony mythology however you want to put it ends at this year. But isn't isn't that like? I mean, they're not going to stop being bronies, right? Where are they going to go? Well, that's actually that's a good question because uh, there was a lot of very slightly out of shape 
agitated, excited people talking about. There was a lot of drunkenness too, but they were talking about how this wasn't going to be the end of the fandom and whatnot. But were they crying? I mean, you know, it was kind of a bummer. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna lie. I mean, like, it's it's weird. Um, because you know, and again, like as 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 more of my dirty laundry, as it were, comes out over the course of the podcast, because you know, I did the I did the Anthrocon thing, and like I hang out I hang out with people that rhyme with lurries. Um, yeah, I don't know if I don't know where I fit in that particular spectrum, but it's 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 weird because on that side of the fence, they talk about it like it's a fandom very much kind of dedicated to yourself, like your own crazy ideas. Which and one, the 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 Anthrocon or the or the, the Bronycon? An, the the Anthrocon thing. Okay, yeah. I mean, like if people are friends and stuff like that, but it's kind of just like coming up with your own crazy thing. Mm-hmm. And the Brony fandom was very much kind of. I think I, I think I think it's interesting because it, it came out right around the same time. Is that most of the. Like in a bigger scope of thing, it came out right around the time that most of the animation industry got taken over by people who were not fans of animation. They were fans of cartoons, if that makes any sense. Like, yeah, that makes sense. You know, like it's it's also like the same time like internet meme culture like really kind of blew up into general kind you know, like like the Simpsons. Well, even the the the, Simps- the Simpsons isn't even like a me like you know the Simpsons kind of does it now, and you always like kind of had snappy stuff, but like how do you? I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think how to, it's it's like having an entire conversation. You know, it's like you you and you and your buddies having an entire conversation consisting in totally of shit post. I don't think that's like, a very good analogy. Because um, I don't even know what that means. <laughs> you, know, well, you know what a shit post is, right? I mean, I know what like, a shit post is. Like, it's a shitty post. Well, just, no, you know, no just... it's like... Oh. Kind of. You're, like, trash-talking a little bit. Well, you know, and, right? again, it, it, it's 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 interesting because... I don't feel like Gunner's answering any questions. Tonight. I'm trying. No. I'm trying. I'm trying. Just I'm like trying. analogy after analogy. How was the con? <laughs> um, the con was the con was good. The con was very crowded. Um, did you dress as a pony? No, I did not dress as a pony. Hmm. Now, did you dress as anything? Did you I, have I dressed, a costume? I, dr- I, I dressed as a gunner. Okay. Now you so no co- sans costume. Yeah. You seem like like you even admitted like that you were talking about whether or not you like had a place there right well like you haven't always been a brony right would you just want to go to the last one or do you have friends that were going um or I mean, have like, you always gone and just never told us no this is the this is the first i was supposed to go last year but this is the first your, and only one I your ever been first to. and last gunner people can't be bronies anymore oh no they can be bronies no they just can't go to brony con <laughs> got shut down well, I, although, yeah, I, I don't know how much of it was a double entendre because originally it was called BronyCon because it was in New York. Mm-hmm. But. Those are some loud ice cubes. Those are, those, those, those are, those are some loud, uh, those are some loud blo- clackers you got racking around in there trying to challenge the missus, buddy. Buddy. She got a steel straw. She'll, she'll kill you. 
just trying her hardest to be quiet too. So like what interesting happened at this to non bronies? Like what what would be some like things that like Well, so I mean again, it, it, it's it's so I guess maybe the, the, to give you a comparison. So like the biggest thing at the biggest thing at kind of like like a like a like a like a quote unquote furcon is you'll the parade, have right? what the parade, right? Well, not the parade. I mean, like actually, it really like if you want to go like you know, there's the kind of there's kind of the co- improv comedy stuff that they do, but it's also the is it da- cringeworthy? The, um, no, oh. it's actually. Really? Well, except, except for to the ranting Griffin, like he went like full on like right wing kind of crazy. He went off the deep end. Uh-huh. It was inevitable though. Um, but uh, where I guess the, where I'm going is like the actually the biggest thing. Uh, one of the biggest things in, in a furcon is actually what the, what they call the floor wars or the dance off. Okay, because it's. It's kind of it's kind of a mix. Well, because it's like this weird, like again, like that fandom's kind of a weird nexus of, um, you know, it very much like the because you know, like mascot dancing used to, is is kind of a big thing, you know, like and if you're in the like if you do the professional mascotting thing, you'll have the guys doing the you'll have the 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 guy in the the puma outfit or the giant banana like kind of just doing his best to kind of be crazy, okay, to get the crown drawn up. But it's also like this cross between that and like you, you you watch like Paris is burning and stuff like that, and it's like there's a very big there's a very big cro- crossover between like mascot mascot dancing, um, like full on b boy teardown stuff, and like just straight up Paris is burning queer dance hall kind of stuff. And it's just, it's actually just really cool to see, like, how crazy people get. But, um, you know, but that's it. And, like, at BronyCon, the big thing was, uh, so they have, like, what they call the Grand Galloping Gala, which okay. is, like, this two, like, this two, like, two and a half hour. It's basically, it's basically Rocky Horror Picture Show done with friendship cartoon horses. Huh. Like a movie? Uh, well, have you seen Rocky Horror Picture Show? Unfortunately, yeah, absolutely. Ever, no, I just insulted no. a bunch of people. Well, no, no, no. But I mean, like, hey, I, I'm saying, like, in a theater. Oh, you know, like where they're uh, throwing posters. Yeah, the where they're like, yeah, like when a certain thing happens, that it, it elicits a response that the viewers are supposed to have memorized, and so like, you know, they they like boo something when somebody comes on, and they throw toast at the screen, and like. Other stuff. Yes, I, I've never been to it myself, but I am familiar with the ritual, if you will. If that's what you call it. Yeah. Well, I mean, like that's really that's really what kind of it made it made me think of the most. Okay. Um, but the other one is uh, what they call the anthology series, which is the 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 and why I say like it's 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 like here's here's a project where we basically spent we we try and produce two hours of what amounts to ship like ship posting based on cartoon friendship horses you know i found a video i'm gonna make you guys watch it because it is <clears throat> somewhat relevant the child uh what like jumping y- over have stuff you seen her yeah i don't know why it's relevant but you tell you me think, why do you think that she would be like a star at BronyCon because she can run and jump like a horse no because she can't really run and jump like a horse she runs and jump like a human pretending to be a horse 
Which I don't really think would have much value at a BronyCon. No, yeah, it's kind of... Well, I mean, you know, and again, it was... Um... Why did you shoot down my video? Because you're unfunny with that. <laughs> why is it not why did, funny? I don't why know. Did, why, did, why, did, why did you add She's the addendum? so talented. Why did you add the addendum with that? <laughs> Man, this is just mean. I'm coming out... I gotta back off. I'm just like swing. I'm like swinging. I don't I know. even know if it's defensive or I'm just. You really started miserable. it, Gunner. You started dude, it on I the gotta... first recording that we had to scrap. I, I'm sorry. I gotta, uh, dude. I'm, I apologize. I gotta roll this back. I'm just like. <laughs> I'm gonna duct tape that I've, USB cable. I've, 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 I've just been. I've been really kind of grinding at work, and it's just got. Has anyone? Has everyone? And... I have a question because I noticed this. I've been in a fucked up mood like for all week. Yeah. Solar flares. And I'm trying to figure out why, and I don't know why. I've been fucking angry and pissed off Mm -hmm. all fucking week. It's funny you say that, Wade, because even my kids have been that way. Like, like our toddler's just been throwing himself on the ground crying for no reason, and I haven't been beating him this week. (laughs) Took some some time off from the beatings. No, but seriously, like, yeah, it's been weird. The, The family's been, like, really, really... Not sick, but acting under the weather. I completely agree with that statement, Wade. I've been just like a fucking ball of quad, not like not like full on like black hole like depression misery, but like it's fucking cloudy. There's been a fucking storm cloud following me all week long, and I couldn't, I can't explain why. I like try to come up with reasons, but I'm like. That's not really a good reason. That's not like too valid. I don't. I don't. I don't understand. Yeah, I'm with you. I don't know. Gunner's not agreeing with you, but I can never tell with him. He just stays quiet and figures. I didn't that realize that you know. I, I didn't realize that you needed mind. my validation for your misery. <laughs> Gunner, remember when? Remember when we were civil with each other? Yeah. <laughs> remember that time in our lives? <laughs> that time got fucked, just like you can. I always need validation <laughs> from you, Gunner. <laughs> So that I can dismiss it. Ooh. Yes. <laughs> well, if any, if any, if anybody knows how to undervalue things, it's definitely you. Um. So, <laughs> are we gonna have a circle of hate right now? <laughs> yeah. I think we're there. I have we're never, getting there. I have never sat call down a, for a circle of hate. I can haven't call, either. Can we? Can we call it a circle of light? Because that seems to oh, be Gunner's oh, pattern. Oh, 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 oh. Well, you know, I <laughs> fair, fair, fair enough, fair enough. Um, you know, it's really, it's really. Um, I'm just building myself up to listen to either listen to uh, the kvetching about this or about how shitty my internet connection is. So, uh... <laughs> man, oh, that's I good. I don't even know if that was an insult. <laughs> You not picking Gunner, up on don't you, have, you not picking don't, up on a subtle hint. That's a big change from normal. Don't you have a legal DSL where you live? Isn't isn't your DSL so far away from the uh, from the central office that they actually tell you you can't have internet? And you're like, well, we're we're, we're, we're going to take it anyway. Hey, no, hey, Gunner has like high speed internet like down like the road. S- <laughs> from what I believe he said, s- screaming fifty six k, screaming fifty six k. Can we, like, dude? I was trying to de-escalate. You just like leaned right into that turn with the broken glass out the, out the window. Let's fight. Let's not. Let's not. 
<laughs> we talk about Brony Cat. We're just talking about a convention dedicated to friendship. <laughs> yeah, that ended. That no longer exists. <laughs> no, it will always be it's there dead. in our hearts. Yes. It's, it might be. It might be dedicated to friendship, but society hates bronies. So, <laughs> I don't even know if society hates bronies. I, I think like I don't even know if society cares anymore. You're probably right. Like I don't. Yeah. I don't know if it's They're like. Over, I don't right. believe They're it's as stigma stigmatized as it was like maybe four or five years ago. I think you're right. I gotta say this: there were way more. There were way more visibly homeless people in Baltimore than there was in Pittsburgh. So, Pittsburgh's oh, it's a little warmer. Around. Oh, actually, no, no, no. I mean, like it was, it was pretty swamp ass in Pittsburgh. Well, yeah, but I mean, like overall, like temperature wise, the Baltimore. Don't get me wrong; like it's co- cooler in Baltimore, but like, they're right in the ocean, like so yeah. it never gets that cold. Like year round homeless. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, no, that, that makes sense. Dude, they're year round. They're uh, they're having a. I was listening to a podcast. They're having a bubonic plague outbreak down there. Well, they said, like, right now the bubonic plague is present within 1% of the rat population, of the rat-mouse population. If it jumps to two, those are the conditions that uh, would be – that those are the conditions that would be met for the spread of bubonic plague through humans. So, like, they literally – the Black Death could come back in Southern California because of all the homeless people. Wow, do you die from the plague? It's fucking oh fuck yeah! Well, you can and, and it's not. Re- it's really well, bad. yeah, it's really, it's it, really yeah, not, not in a good way. Like I did a Google search for bubonic <laughs> plague, and the picture that they show are two skeletons that look like they're hugging each other. <laughs> no, it's like don't you like don't you like lymph nodes turn like black, yes, like no, swell you, and turn black? Yeah, you, you it's it's bad. You like. It, it, because the other thing is, is it actually can cause it causes it can cause permanent damage to the the, the lymph system in general, anyways. Because like, you'll scar it. So is what is fucking... it? Is it caused by like a super bacteria? What causes it? I mean, it's a it's it's uh, it's a we ask these questions a like germ a, a net, or like not, a... connected to a network that. Yeah, I mean, I'll give it a I'll give it a quick quick look. Gunner, uh, Gunner. Is it anthrax? Is that the is that the no. is that the derivative? No, Gunner, Black you're, plague is you're the only network we need, Gunner. It the is bacterium kind of... Yersinia pestis. It's a bacteria. Yeah. <clears throat> so it's a specific strain of bacteria, then. Yeah. Yes, it's extremely rare. Um, but it's it's all when when it's when it's I mean when it, when it's Prevalent, like I said, two percent. If two percent of the rat population has it, it, it will jump to humans, and it will become a well, like it, a plague. It well, will become. I mean, like what the what the problem is is that it's um. So there's certain classes of diseases, and like how you really characterize them is by if it's a if it's a deadly disease, it's how you know, like you, you characterize it by its um. What is it? Mortality. And it's transmissibility, and basically, the, yeah. more, the more the the, the the more fatal a disease is, the less likely you are to travel with it or tra- transmit it because you don't get very far to spread it. Mm-hmm. But um, the bubonic plague is effectively like a very slow acting version of necrotizing fasciitis. Yeah, it says one to seven yeah. days you start getting symptoms. 
Yeah, but like it, it like it it causes like yeah, like your skin you like your skin starts dying on significant numbers of people. It says your lymph nodes can actually break open inside your body. Yep. Oh my gosh. It's not it's not good. It's there's a reason why it was kind of like the nightmare thing. Yeah, I mean it killed what what a third of the world's population. Well, no, off? because what do you call it? Dante's in, Dante's Inferno. He talks about it like you know Dante or Dante was writing about it. And, like, people would climb up to the tallest buildings in Venice and just throw themselves off and hope they would die because it hurt so bad. Yeah, it says 25 to 60% of the European population. They, they must just not be sure because it was in the 14th century. It says that there's still 650 cases of this a year. Yeah, no, it happens Yeah, out, but that's tiny, less. comparatively speaking. I, yeah, realize, I, mean, happen- I realize that, but that's still crazy. Yeah. 25 million people in the 1340s. Well, cause you, what, what normally happens is that effectively if you have the lymph nose burst, you get... You get um... Oh, my gosh. Yeah. This sounds terrible. That, well, is that, is what's that? that? <laughs> it's just everybody turning into the walking dead. Well, not really. I mean, you're still with it. It's not quite like that. But I mean, it's probably equally as terrible, though. Although there, there is, there is, yeah, that's more like something like what they call greasy, greasy sickness, which I don't remember what the heck the actual cause of that particular one. But. I read a uh, um, this like blurb about how we went from ponies to ants. Like, to if you had to, cr- eh, it's all good. Just free flowing. I know. I read this. Uh, I read about this. Um, like, if they had to create like a zombie disease, they would. They said like the main. They would. They would. It would take multiple strands of different like diseases, kind of like spliced together. But that rabies would probably be like the base sure. disease that they would have to build. That kind of makes sense because you kind of like. I mean, it it doesn't really work that way with humans, but with animals, yeah. I mean. Rabies is kind of like walking around being a zombie. The sh- it, you don't you don't get to live as long though. At least I don't think. Right. Yeah. I don't know how long you can live with rabies. That's a good question. Um. Well, it depends. Gunner. It, it, it depends because there's actually there's actually some clinical um talk. Uh. I mean, like there's some clinical discussion. Like they've actually figured out how to cure it post onset. Supposedly, but um, really? yeah, it's it. Well, because what it, what it, what it does is that it, um, I'm more actually. What was it, what was the one? What was the one that um, Joe Rogan was talking about the zombie deer disease? Oh, I don't think I've heard that. Ooh, I'm not sure. And it's, and it's five days, by the way. Oh yeah, wow, mm-hmm. it's not very long. No, it's not. But, I had to yeah, answer it because Gunner like, was just going like, to give a shit for asking him a question. We could have looked uh, up on the no, internet. No, I'm not, I'm not asking a question. <laughs> but I, actually, because I was looking up zombie deer disease. But what is it? Well, they call it chronic wasting. Oh, the chronic but, waste disease. Oh. Yeah, I remember that. But d- does that turn them into zombies? I thought that they kind of just lived with that, and you didn't know it. No, no, no. Like the the what, when they because like. What they talk about with deer is like they'll actually be like they'll they'll have like necrotizing fasciitis things going on, but they're just walking around, 
and they're so fucking zonked out that they don't realize that like pieces of them are falling off. Oh yeah, because uh, humans eat them and then humans get Holy it. Holy shit! Oh great! Right, 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 Gunnerpedia. Well, I mean, like, in, it, there's there's some arguments about whether how how it's transmitted back and forth because like it's whether like. Kreipsfeld Jacobson is a result of eating contaminated pride, you know, like what is because mad cow disease basically. But mad cow you know, like mm, yeah. mad, mad cow mad cow is just they have like they have behavioral issues. Like the the the, 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 the zombie deer thing is a little weird because like they'll they'll be like they'll be like meat exposed and they're just kinda of walking around doing their thing. Oh, so the reason that humans don't eat it with chronic wasting disease is because in labs they were able to get monkeys to contract chronic wasting disease. So even though they don't have any evidence that humans can get it, they believe that at some point we could. So chronic wasting disease, rabies, the Black Plague had a baby. Hey, um, that and, you know, then, then an asteroid landed and chucked out some weird, strange, green, radioactive rock. And then Yellowstone decided that it wanted to cough. Well, uh, yeah, this is starting to sound like, okay, so if the Earth doesn't get destroyed by an asteroid, because they'll fuck off, this is how the world's going to end. That's, yeah. that was a, that so sounded that like a group exactly. reference. It's a YouTube video. And what's the YouTube it's, video? It's an, old, it's, it's, an old, it's an old Kirk. How the world ends. It's a, old, it's a fire the missiles. Mm-hmm. That's group. I am retired. It's group X. Is it group X? It's group X. Same guys that did Mario Twins. Okay. You look the same. You look the same. So, but if that happened, you could just open a portal to the upside down, right? And then you just wait. We're at a transition here. Good one. Do you think you could? <laughs> do you think you could? Cook, I don't know how long you live there. Do you think you could cook a demogorgon? And eat it? I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't see why not. They can eat us. It why can't like we eat them? Yeah, it seems like there'd be a lot of do supplies you, of them. They probably taste good. You, Hopefully, they don't have the plague. Do you think they would be good with if they were Kentucky Fried style? Everything is good Kentucky Fried style. Yeah, but can you grow like the ingredients needed for that sweet KFC batter in the Upside Down? You'd have to like run back through the portal during the apocalypse, grab grab some bags of like corn flour and stuff, and then run back. I bet you'd find a equal alternative. <laughs> So has everyone seen? Have we gonna? Do you did you watch Stranger Things? Like, are you a viewer? Or no, no? I'm, no, I have okay. not. Okay, you're gonna spoil, you're gonna spoil everything. So I've, I've, I've have you have you accepted? Have you watched the? First I don't want to do that. Has he watched? Have you the watched first the first season? season? No. I oh, not. then I'm sorry. It's kind of you're kind of forfeit. You're way behind on this. Shit. <laughs> sorry, dude. <laughs> if you had seen the first two seasons, I would absolutely sympathize and say, all right, but you've not. You've not, even, you've not even attempted to watch it, which may leads me to believe that you probably never will. So, I, I just saw. I just started watching BoJack Horseman when I was over with uh, Kira. This Somebody weekend, told so me that break. was their favorite Netflix show. Is it that good? I've never watched it. I can't speak to it, Gunner. This is that point where I ask you a question. <laughs> You fucking I didn't want to talk off. over Wade. I know that you're really bad about taking turns, but I was trying to be better than I was trying to be good. Well, at least I show up. Oh, oh I, God! I, I... <laughs> what do you mean? Throw, right throw something at him, Gunner. <laughs> I can't. Uh, you're gonna wake up the two-year-old. 
was I was Bo Jackman it. was is he good? I I mean I can't th- I can't throw anything more at Trace than life has already. <laughs> <laughs> is it good? Is Bo Jackman good? It's good. Um, it's I don't know, like because I also think it's like one of those things where I don't. I'm still in the first season, so I don't want to kind of have an opinion until like they get really into their groove. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, it it it's it's appropriately fucked up. You're on the first season. There's a giant cartoon horseman, right? The show's got a couple, or is it only on its first? Uh, I think it's like on five. Yeah. yeah people told me it was great. I mean, I, yeah, I, I don't know. No spoilers. I, I, I actually, yeah, cause I can't talk about stuff because you haven't seen it because I don't want to freaking spoil things. See how he's but. trying to be more polite than you right now, Wade? No, I don't care. No, wait. <laughs> I, I, listen, it's it's not like Wikipedia is not going to catch me up anyways. I live on – listen, I'm a Decker. I live on the internet. Everything – there's no, there's no uh, concept. Ah, Decker. That's a Shadow Run, re- run reference, I believe. I could be wrong, but that could be a you deep cor- dive. You, you are correct. Very nice. I like that, Gunner. Very, very good. Are, are you a console cowboy, Trace? Have you hacked the Gibson on the edge of the the, the the Netrunner space? I don't know. I think I I think I would. I think I qualify as a hacker by some some definitions of the word. But I've never seen the movie. Sorry. Are you are 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 you crash or was it a crash override? I haven't seen Blade Runner either. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm th- that one I actually legitimately feel sorry for. <laughs> I'm a street samurai. The ultimate urban predator. Tra- Trace, Trace is the guy. <laughs> Trace is the guy who's living in the arcology, working for the working for the multinational. I don't even know what an arcology is. Arcology is oh, a, like a, a, a building that's a no. It's a, a, an ar- arcology is a self-contained building, basically, basically, kind of like an all-in-one apartment company park farm thing, so that you don't have to venture outside <laughs> of its boundaries. And Are you calling me a recluse? You <laughs> Are you? No, I'm saying I'm saying that in a, in a, in a, in a post-apocalypse. You're politely calling me a, a recluse. Post- no, I'm saying that in a post-collapse corporatocracy hellhole, uh, the, 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 earth, the hellscape that the mm-hmm. Earth becomes, that the megacorps will build arcologies to protect their, their, their employees <clears throat> from the savage wasteland marauders. While, you know, the dregs and the deckers and whatnot either, like, live on the periphery of those arcologies or ensconced on the outside. So, you know, it's kind of like – they're kind of like the nice megacities from – Judge Dredd. Oh God, there are. Oh, I didn't think there were nice mega cities in Judge Dredd. Well, because they have the tower blocks and stuff like that. So you know, like, you know, I, well, I mean, like, you know, mega mega cities just kind of a, a, a like a a, a a poopy heck hole, but or Kowloon walled city, but uh, no, like an arcology is a nice place. It's like the luxury apartment complex that my my the, the, the missus lives in. It's got a Peruvian chicken place in it now. Peruvian chicken place, nice. Yeah, it's, it's it's. I mean, like the chickens aren't from Peru, but. Well, we've we've tried to avoid it, but I think we've got to talk about it. 
What's that? Stranger Things. I liked. I liked Stranger the Things? last season, Wade. I don't. All right. Know I fucking. What about the What about the goo? I really disliked it. What about the Did magic goo? Was it what the campy goop? stuff? No, honestly, this is not the campy stuff, and I actually kind of think that this is kind of this played a small role in my in the tra- in the trajectory of my fucked up mood for the week. Um, here's the problem that I had with Stranger Things, season three. <clears throat> what I loved about Stranger Things season one and two is that it you know it really it encapsulated and did some things almost on a meta scale. <clears throat> they weren't afraid to have a happy ending for everyone at the end of episode one and episode two. Like it didn't have to be this this realistic ending. Season three, a fucking quite unhappy ending. Like no one got a fucking happy ending in season three. Which I thought was very fucking nineties of it. Um I thought that it was kind of cool at first when they paid homage to certain movies from the eighties. Uh, but then they continued with the fucking with the theme, and then it pl- got played out as fuck, like the Terminator fucking theme. Yeah, I also I read I f- about that whole Terminator <laughs> thing. I mean, they they it was it was it was funny if they had just had it in one episode. I would be like, oh, that's cool. It's playing. It's paying homage to it. But it was like half the fucking season. By Terminator, you mean like I the felt. main protagonist reminded you of Terminator? Is that is that No, the fucking the giant Russian that just kept getting up and following oh, the fucking that's, following. That's what I meant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yes. Okay. Yeah, cuz I saw I, I read some articles that mentioned that as well. Like and and I I respect that they did it. It was cool, but there were some other things that kind of were disturbing, and I don't know if you might agree with me or disagree with me on this trace. Do you, rem- do you remember the scene where they're like kind of stuck and the giant like the giant mind flayer is like has its tentacles kind of coming around? That scene felt very much like the raptor scene from Jurassic Park. Did you get that vibe or no? Oh man, I I saw the original Jurassic Park when I was a kid. I have a hard time remembering that scene. I remember one of them dropped out of a ceiling tile or something like that. Yeah, and then like they're in the kitchen. Do you yes. remember the, like the kids in like the kitchen hiding, hiding behind? I felt like it was very much that vibe, and I got pissed off. And Sean was like, "What's wrong?" And I was kind of like, "That movie was in the from the fucking '90s, not the '80s." And if that's exactly what they're going for, then fuck them because that's not correct. I I heard um I I kind of you know again without having watched it, so this is only like apocryphal in like well it'll be interesting from like what you've heard you know what i mean like so that's my 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 my, like i i heard the comparison being made to this season of stranger things and like kind of how like fucking american horror story went off the fucking rails that's actually an interesting analogy because i watched that all the way through i even made and i've not seen and i've not seen that so i'm I'm not exactly sure let's say that the first that, that the first one was classic like it was just it was just a good classic um you know scare well written scare like like scary house type thing the second sure. one got a little bit deeper it went more into i think it was the second one they went into like a, an asylum they expanded the plot they brought in aliens but at some point they go like craft and it's like casting spells and that really wasn't scary to a lot of people. They threw things, they threw elements in there that were scary, but it really wasn't scary. They went carnival, and the carnival was, 
the same thing. Very, um, they employed a lot of people that could, you know, act in a carnival and like a traveling carnival, which was cool. So you have like, um, you know, all the different disfigurements that can serve, you know, they can actually act. Yeah. I feel like body, like carnival is like, like one part body Mm -hmm. horror slash one part, like, I don't know, like hills have eyes, like people living by a different kind of code, like outside of society. Yeah, and probably the biggest problem with the carnival season was the um, the, the the one of the main actresses that's been in every season. That's something that is cool about it is they get to play different roles each season. But one of the main actresses played somebody that was a um, a I believe the term is conjoined twin, maybe Siamese twin. It's one body with two heads, whatever you call that. Conjoined twin, yeah. So, like they used to call them Siamese twins, but I believe conjoined twin is the preferred nomenclature. So she played a a conjoined twin, and of course, you know, different personalities with one head and the other. But it was really bad CGI. It was like her holding her neck to the side, and then them CGIing in the other head. Ah. And um, that was kind of the beginning of the end. They ended up having a um like a, a hotel um. There was some, the the hotel really turned into softcore porn. And then okay. the, the final season that I've seen, I don't know if they're coming out with more. Was it was it was about the the, the hump the, or hump man? I just combined Hillary and Trump. <laughs> it was about the Hillary and Trump race. It was this strange like political thing that turned into a cult. And it was so close to modern, modern day news that it just felt completely fabricated and fake. It really didn't feel good at all. Like it, I, I shouldn't even have watched it. I ended up watching it because, um, because I wa- because my wife was watching it. And it was playing in the background, but I didn't care for it at all. So it kind of went downhill. I know I spent more time explaining that than we did Stranger Things so far. But the series kind of oh, started off as a classic horror. And then slowly transformed into like its own strange thing, and the strange things that it turned into weren't really—they didn't really um, pay homage to the original. Now you mentioned that they pulled from '90s there, Wade. One thing. Well, I, I don't know that for right. sure. I I don't know that for sure. So like that's actually—it's just the vibe that I got. It was very much shot in a way that that was kind of similar to the raptor scene in. In uh, Jurassic Park, and if that's the case, then that pisses me I, off. That's an interesting correlation. I haven't heard that one yet. Um, I, I have seen a theory about the um, uh, the uh, Winona Ryder uh, paradox. I Winona Ryder? <laughs> paradox, where like she started her acting career. That this is supposed to take place, and since the playing movie wasn't there, that that the next season could possibly bring her into her own first movie and create a paradox. Although I don't know if that's um, really even worth discussing, but it sounds cool. You know, if they start getting into like, yeah, it sounds time, I don't know time paradox. It sounds like kind of interesting, yeah. It seems I've, like a stretch, though. I, I also felt there was some. It it does, and I think it would take this series in a in like a different kind of direction. Um, there was a there was 
there were times where like the I felt like there was definitely a a lot of the male characters were made to look like fucking bumbling idiots and inept it morons and like all the female characters for the most part were like just on point and like yeah, I, I don't know. I feel it's like weird. they intentionally did that. There with, was some definitely like girl power shit. I feel like they did that with the with the uh, sheriff. They went out of their way to make him look yeah. like a bumbling idiot. Right, and I felt they did that. They did that with like the Eleven's uh, boyfriend Mike, and I felt they did that with Steve. Like these characters who mm-hmm. they were strong. See, this in is and this seasons. is my problem with. Well, and this is my this is my issue. You can't just fucking. They're doing, in my opinion, uh, feminism a fucking disservice because it's almost like it's just power granted, not power earned. Like Captain Marvel is a great fucking example of this. Like Elle was already a badass from the first two yeah. seasons. You know what I mean? And she went through trials and tribulations, and she went through all this like. Just this shit that a lot of man or male or female would not be able to handle. They would probably break down. They probably would have died at some point. But, like, she's an earned, strong fucking character, right? Like, Max, like, her friend, kind of, like, taking point and, like, being, like, the fucking, being, like, her megaphone I don't know. It, it just seemed a lot of contrived, like Nancy being some fucking gun nut throughout the fucking series. Like Nancy's all of a sudden like well versed in fucking shotguns and fucking <laughs> uh, assault rifles and fu- you know what I mean. Like it was just like these scenes where I was like, wow, it's unfortunate that they had they, they felt the need to promote this so thoroughly and that they well, were clearly pandering to a certain fucking demographic because it took away from some of it. Wow. Sorry, random, random, not related thing. Did, uh, okay. Did one of my cats no, just no, bother you or something? So, no, I'm just reading thing. I'm, I'm re- re- reading practical oh, results God. of Trump's trade yeah. war. Um, something that I buy on a regular basis just went oh. up by ten dollars. So, um, a I'm thing. going to try to keep that on topic, <laughs> although that does sound very interesting. Sorry. Um, so one thing I thought of Wade when you talked about uh there you go we desynced we desynced for a little bit there it was a little crazy but I think we're 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 still good we're still recording it's just uh I heard you through Gunner's mic recording comes sir okay really you're we're desynced again what do you mean we're desynced like there's a there's at least a three to four second delay oh, between when good. Trace talks and when it comes through on the monitor. No, I can hear him. I can hear him on mine pretty well. You, so you can't hear him on your side, Gunner. No, I'm telling you, like when you hear him, it, there's an actual like three to four second discrepancy between when it comes. Let's through play on the, the one monitor, two three fellatio game. I'm going to say one two when. three, and then I'm going to say fellatio, and you guys do the same thing, and we'll see what the delay is. One, two. No, you're synced. You're synced. Fellatio. Fellatio. I mean, fellatio, but. Uh, oh, I just wanted to hear you say it. 
I mean, like, I know, I know you're, I know you're accusing, I know you're accusing me of having DSL earlier, it's and I'm like, like I mean, 10 like, yeah, so my illegal, family's but, streaming Netflix. Um, they're, they're consuming all of my bandwidth right now. I know it shouldn't make that's a difference. The download, not the upload. That's why you can't download my voice. They're streaming Stranger Things right now. That sweet, sweet voice. Fucking, I, I. Uh, so, some of the girl, even even yeah. like Shauna was like, okay, some of this shit is a little too ridiculous. Like it's a little, it's a little too much. It's I, a little too much. Like I'm with beat, you. I don't some, that, of, some of it. Uh, the sheriff, uh, Hopper. I don't think that Hopper needed to be made yeah. a fool of when it came to parenting. The decisions that the bad decisions that he made while parenting, which were really just like, like, kind of interpersonal relationship with his you know stepdaughter or whatever you want to call her it seemed it seemed a little bit too strong like they wanted to build up this tension mm-hmm. so set with commence at the end and it, it kind of worked because it was like a tearjerker um at the end but i don't think they needed to make his character seems so weak he was such a decisive strong character in previous seasons and so fucking like like when did he turn into a, like right. this like bumbling alcoholic that like it's it just he went from like this strong character that kind of had his shit together and don't get me wrong like he was damaged goods because of what happened to his daughter but like I don't know. Mm-hmm. I guess they're trying to tell a story for everybody, right? But it seems like all the male characters just got shitty, just got shit on, except for, except for the main antagonist, Billy, who you know, out of all the characters, his character ended up being probably yeah. my yeah. favorite as far as the range went from mm-hmm. just being very one dimensional and one sided in season two to kind of like getting somewhat of a backstory and doing some actual acting yeah, and, and making some actual like, progress as a character. Pretty much are painting him as the star of the season. Like he's going, he's going to be the one writing movie contracts when he comes out of the show. But my problem with that is like, it was all in the writing. Like no one else even had a choice, but to be a fucking kind of any male on the, on the fucking series, you either got to be a cook like fucking Dustin or you were like, you were like Mike, which he like they turned him in, like they like like made out to be some like possessive asshole that like, <laughs> I I don't know, I I just the writing got really weird and it seemed like there was there was some underlying fucking uh, messages that they were that they weren't really all that underlying. I think maybe they intended them to be underlying at one point, but at the at the other point they decided like, now nah, we're going full on so, hit so you over the fucking heads with this like- thing. Like them working um, at the ice cream repeatedly, stand, right? Some of those things, I believe, and and um, you know, Dustin coming back from summer camp with a new hat. I I didn't realize it until right before the movie released. I was I was at GameStop with my son, and he's like, "Hey, look, that's the that's the see that's the season three version of Dustin. He's got a different hat on," and I'm like. How the hell do you know that? And he's like, "Oh, well, I've seen all the like behind the scenes and and trailers and teasers on YouTube." And it makes you realize that a lot of for Stranger Things to continue to grow, not just to maintain the audience base that it has, but to grow, there's certain decisions they have to make. They have to sell well, out a little bit. 
Um, I guess so. I I guess like what I kind of felt with the um with the series is it's not really the series' fault. It can't always stay the same because then it would just stagnate. Um, I I was hoping that they could do kind of like a happy ending at the end of the series, at the end of the season, where it's like we're gonna wrap everything up nicely. You're not sure how we're gonna get there, and maybe we lose a couple along the way or whatever. But like for the most part, everyone is happy. The way they ended season three, it's like there was no happy ending for fucking anybody. It was just miserable. And what bothered me the most about it is that this is now 1985, so we're on the downtrend of of the 80s. Because frankly, the end of the 80s. It's ringing in the 90s, and I don't care what anybody says. The 90s was shit. The 90s was the beginning of the end of American society, in my opinion. It's when all the bad deals we made in like the 80s finally caught up with us, um, and we imploded on ourselves. Grunge was like, you know, death riding on its horse as far as bring like creating essentially the first mega troll. Like that was grunge. It was it was grunge was the trolling of like glam metal and stuff like I that. I thought it was Gigi Allen. <laughs> I mean, I don't know who Gigi Allen is, so I'm gonna say that grunge actually was the, was was the one that okay. did it. <laughs> you can read about Gigi Allen and then not sleep for the rest of the night. Yeah, but I mean, like when Gunner talks about this, like society essentially eating itself. The '90s is where it started. Like the '90s, aside from hip hop, sucked. There were some good movies, don't get me wrong, but there are good movies in every decade. The 90s is when it was uncool to be positive and have a positive attitude. The 90s is when pop lost all any type of semblance as a serious art form. I'm not as... Aside from just moving product and and, and moving fucking records. The 90s has a a ton of great content. I I do understand the inaccuracies that, that... that could possibly be happening if they did make a reference to Jurassic Park. But the one... Oh, no, 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 no. And you're missing my... I guess you're missing my point when I say that. It's It has nothing to do with Jurassic Park and them missing it. It has everything to do with why it's a bummer to me is because now I know what's going to happen. And, like, the magic that the ADs kind of held where there was still some hope for our country is, soon, is going to soon be realized that there is no fucking hope and but, that everything's going to go to right. shit. But I think, and that's what the 90s was. Well, that no, rang also, in the fucking also, downfall. Ironically, ironically 80, the 80s was but, the birth but, of cyber. But wait, I think, so, I think you're yeah. talking about how you feel about the then. 90s, right? <laughs> Whereas I'm talking about the future of the show, right? Whether or not the show will continue to be successful. What, what I think I hear you're saying is the show has no chance but to turn to... Oh no 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 no, yeah. Well, I think because everyone's getting older, right? So like that kind of like that that innocence, like the show has as these mm-hmm. teenagers age, yeah. the timeline has to age as well, right? Like they can't just ignore it. They can't just keep it like that '70s show, which they had like seven or eight episodes, but it yeah. seemed like they were in 1977 or '76 for most of it. Um, like they have to age, and it has to change, and. The innocence almost is going to be gone. It's not going to be a happy ending anymore. And it's kind of like, ah, that kind of bothers me. You know what I mean? Like, I understand it has to change. And I'm not saying it won't be successful. It could totally continue to be unsuccessful for, they could go on for for eight seasons. And 
I just think that what the interest that I found on it, what got me hooked on it, and what like felt good about it for me was it was you know I didn't we we were born in the eighties, but we grew up in the nineties. We became autonomous in the nineties, but we do remember the eighties, and they for me they're fonder memories. They were a little they're a much simpler time and a little more innocent time. There was a little magic left back then. I like I I can see that fading. You know what I mean? Like they kind of have to go in the direction of. I think season three. Well, we're going to have to go into the nineties eventually. We're going to have to like. First you know, of all, the main character that everyone was upset about at the end, they left a um, kind of a a hint that things might not have been as bad. Right. Um, right. That maybe he was. The, Eleven was able to get the, the original version of the letter, the letter that he really wanted to say to her. Right. So it ended on a positive note from sentimentality and a truth perspective. Sure. Um, she also. Uh, yeah, you did cut out with, a little bit there with her um, with her boyfriend, even though um, from what I understand, they're going to be moving away from each other. So that's sad. But it's it's a real thing. And if you remember, it happened a lot in that era. Um a lot of people, because of the way that companies were restructuring, a lot of people were getting up and moving away. I mean, I think we all remember some friend that either moved to our area or moved away from our area when we were that age. Um, there's a lot of emotions that go along with that. Yeah, they aren't all positive. Um, I, I don't I don't feel that it's, 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 it's sad. And what did they do with Billy's character? He... He's dead. So Billy's character died. So that's sad. But whatever. I mean... He's that, dead. That... The slug yeah. monster ate up so many freaking people that he's just one of the many. I don't think it's as I don't I don't think season three is as it to me it didn't feel as sad as the way you paint it. Yeah, there's from a writing perspective maybe it was sad. Maybe they didn't need to make all of the um, strongest characters uh, ones that weren't necessarily the strongest characters in season two. But I I really enjoyed um, season three. In the, the the one point I wanted to touch base on was um, was with like the the even maybe if it's an accidental '90s reference, um, I was watching. Uh, I, I finally watched. I've never never watched any of them, but I finally watched an episode of the Twilight Zone after the original series when it came back in color. Have you guys seen any of these? No. Yeah. No, it, it 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 was it was weird. Like it, it like, like the '80s Twilight Zone. Um, '80s or '90s? Maybe '90s, maybe early '90s. Because there was there was there there was a yeah, it was a small capacity like a small capacity for war or something like that. What's crazy to me is the original Twilight Zone seems more timeless because there weren't. The musical transitions, you know, like like when the mood changes, the music changes to remind you that the that the mood's changing. The the haircuts back in the '60s were more timeless. Late '50s, early '60s, whenever the original one was filmed, the clothing, like to me, I mean, the, the, everyone was dressed much much more proper. It, more formal, I should say. It seems more timeless. It was. It was really weird. It felt more. It felt more like I was watching a '90s sitcom that was just based in the '90s and just couldn't help but um, get stuck to '90s pop culture. Um, 
I didn't feel that at all when I watched the original uh, black and white version. So I guess my point, Wade, is that it may have been an accidental 90s plug when they did that. Yeah, scene. no, like I said, I don't, I don't think that that was like, I don't think that was the intention because you could make some arguments for, well, that was like that was actually shot more like a Ridley Scott aliens like type of, th- you know what I mean? Like, it's just the mm-hmm. vibe I got was very Jurassic Park because let's face it. I don't give a fuck who says what. This is like seasons one and, t- and two specifically are Spielberg ripoffs. You know what I mean? Like they that's that's where their main that's where their main motivation comes from. Like Steven Spielberg movies <laughs> from the eighties. You know what I mean? Like that's where Stranger Things. Right. That's the birthplace of Stranger Things. They they maybe want to argue otherwise, but I'd say the proof's in the pudding on that one. Yeah. Yeah. I guess my point was that when you write something like that and you let Eric, you let actors, directors take on their own role, you have no choice but to allow pop culture to bleed sure. in. It bleeds into their language. It bleeds into some of the camera styles, and sometimes they can do it. And it's 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 un, 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 it's completely unobservable. But uh, I, I wonder if that's what was happening there, if it was not even intended. I bet you it probably wasn't. To be honest with you, like the, when I think about it, it probably wasn't. For me, though, I just I felt like this is this is very similar to the Raptor scene. Like it's it's it just felt similar to the Raptor scene from the angle of the camera to the way they were hiding behind like the the cabinets or whatever. But you mm-hmm. know what, you could cabinets, you could probably right, pick yeah. out. 10 or 12 other scenes that are very similar to that and say, well, you know, actually maybe they pull from this or maybe they, maybe they just, that's just how they shot it. You know, maybe that's just, I, one of, one of my friends, um, made kind of a, like, I'm not sure if I agree with the observation, but I get kind of where they were coming from. But one of the things that they talk about is that, um, the whole nostalgia thing that's running through, pop culture at this point is because we've kind of come to this age, you know, we've come to this age where effectively where there would be kind of a turnover to new creatives yeah. as it were. It's but we've we like the economy has just been kind of terrible for so long. I mean, we that people who could have would have kind of gotten into the, into that space. I wonder that never too, got out of the what? I wonder that too. Like we just like basically, we we've eaten the seed corn, as it were, for the genera- for a generation of people who would actually come up with new. We're new fucking media. like twelve. We're yeah. like, and that's why it's why Disney, and it's why everyone's kind of consolidating on all these old mythologies because they gotta they gotta get the they gotta get them they gotta get them veins of gold because well, nobody's we, we're making fucking new like stuff fifteen years into the fucking remake fucking era of like film and shit. Yes. Like there's I, I I feel I truly kind of feel like. Like nineteen ninety nine, everything just stopped as far as new ideas and shit like that, and it was like there was like no more chance taking, and maybe it happened before that, but I just feel like the nineties rang in the death of creativity and the death of like artistic progress. Well, you know, I mean, like you see it, you see it now. Like how much is as dumb as it sounds i mean like you know and again this is also like maybe certain navigating because it's like been fuck it's been 15 years and really in the course of culture that's fucking nothing but you know like 
how, remember when the internet was supposed to be this great liberator yeah. and stuff like that? And now it's like if you know, like people like the German the German Machine Union actually had to get together to band like you, like YouTube creators are unionizing. Yeah, because they can't I saw trust that. YouTube to fucking <laughs> I saw not that. be sketchy fucks. Yeah, I saw that. That's Did you actually see that, funny. Trace? That's funny. No. We should move into that. That's kind of it's kind of interesting, kind of funny, and it kind of it kind of ties into the take two uh, story as well, Trace. Yeah, to kind of to, to kind of touch base on his his original point. Um, I, I was painting I was painting my son's room last night, and when we were done, we we're washing off the brushes, and you know I'm sitting there talking to my wife, and she's like, she's like, man, I used to wash off brushes every single day of my life for a year, and I'm like, what. The, what the fuck did you do where you washed off brushes? And what it was is her, her senior year in school, she was an art major. So, and her, her choice was, uh, was oil on canvas. So she was spending most of her time using, you know, stuff that would strip oil based paints off of paint brushes. And, uh, it's, it's funny because I, I want to laugh at her for calling herself an art major, you know, but it kind of, it's to Gunner's point, And it's that, we were born into this era where you could be a paint, you could just sell paintings. But when we grew up, nobody can sell paintings anymore. Do you remember them all in the offices? Do you remember walking into an office and just ever, there was just paintings everywhere? You guys remember that? Well, I mean, like, and you see, you see, like, I. The the all the vendors selling out on prints and stuff like that at BronyCon this weekend might disagree with that particular statement, but yeah, no, it's you got to hustle, and yeah, it's like not that you didn't have to when we were growing up, but it seemed much more prevalent. Well, it's 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 this thing too where, um, you, it, maybe it's like this it's this weird counterintuitive thing. Because the communication is better, like people will undermine each other actively to kind of. That's kind of like what I'm, what I've, uh, like the point that I was kind of making before. I'm glad that Gunner like kind of touched off on it. Like, it's almost you just can't be positive about anything anymore. Like you, you just can't. You can't take that stance anymore because you're not. You're like no one will take you seriously, or, and it just or they'll call you a brony. Yeah, it's like you can't, you know, someone says, oh, I want to be an artist. Like, you could fucking hear the eyes roll. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's it's this shitty attitude, I feel, that has just progressed and gotten worse. And, and, and I feel like it's gotten worse, I mean, Jesus, just the past, like, 10 years maybe. Maybe even less than that. You know what I mean? Like, I, I feel like... Uh, well, you know, in America, certainly, you know, doing it in America certainly has, like, doing it in the USA has certainly not gotten any easier. Yeah. Because of just fucking healthcare. Like, you know, well, that's I, true. I, 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 I know that may, may be a political thing, but it's just like, there's like, and I think we, we you know. Oh, Trace could to, fucking, like, I, I would imagine Trace could fucking sympathize with that. Yeah, I, mean, I wouldn't like, say he's, he's, an, you know, he's an artist or whatever, but like, he's trying to make it on his own, and healthcare essentially he, was the fucking. He's got a standalone hustle. Yeah, like healthcare was the fucking like final kind of frontier they had if, to figure if, out. If I had a choice, though, I would spend my time selling music. 
Like, well, if, yeah. I, if you know, if that, if if I had a choice, if it was a, if it was, if it was a career path that wasn't really so difficult to succeed at, and not succeed from like a, hey, I'm good at making music, I'm good at writing music or composing music, but I mean good at a like, hey, I have a product I want to sell. If it wasn't so hard, that would be my choice. Um, I really think it would. I, it's what I enjoy the most. But yeah, when it comes to the costs of um, of healthcare, of course, I'm living that now. That's something um, I think I, I assume we touched base on. But yeah, at the beginning of July, um, I finally started working for myself, and now I am paying out of pocket. And I couldn't believe how much it was for my family to have healthcare. My previous employer was throwing in like. $25,000 a year just to make sure and then and I threw in like whatever it was the remaining 5000 it seem it seems like a lot when you get hired it's like oh how much a month are you paying on health care but you look at how much the employer is paying that's it's a huge chunk of change um, but then again I know a lot of people that just go without I think it's crazy I know a lot of people they're just riding without health insurance or yeah. they're fine with a super high deductible because they've never gotten sick before, and they're like, whatever. Nope. I used to pay for the Cadillac plan, and they took it away from me. Like, I don't even think they did? anymore. They don't, you don't even, they don't even offer it. They don't even offer it. Oh, speaking of, I, I know we're trying to transition to the YouTube stuff, and I want to. Um, Wade's recently gotten a new job. Yeah, true. He, 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 uh, he fornicates with scallops. I don't quite do that, but I. Uh... <laughs> he, he yells at other people to stop fornicating with scallops. Yeah, the first, there's absolutely. a first time for everything. That's, yeah, it's true. It's true. This, the scallop, nature, nature, nature's grapefruit. It Wade, you, <laughs> you smell a little fishy down there. I do. Sadly, sea, it's true. The the scallop grapefruit, the grapefruit of the sea. Well, for someone who just got a job, what's the healthcare outlook there? Uh, I know I have to wait 90 days for it, so I still have to pay for Cobra, um, Ooh, that's which expensive. sucks balls. Yeah, it's about 500 bucks a month. Oh, that's actually much not more too reasonable. bad. Yeah, yeah not yeah. too bad. It's not, uh, Cobra. I remember when um, I left uh, my other job years back. It was like it was like seven something, but I think mm-hmm. it all depends on like the plan or whatever. But I think it's uh, yeah, it's like just just under 500 bucks a month. Yeah, for um, me it was like for the next three months. For me, it was like over two thousand for a family. Oof, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. It's fucking brutal. That is fucking brutal. So, so do you know what it's going to look like once they offer, or do you not even get the pamphlet until? I haven't even gotten the pamphlet yet. Not oh. really sure what it's going to look like, so I can't really share in that experience yet. <laughs> three months from now, I'll be able to. <laughs> but but you're Less than three months. You're now working for the East Coast, um, a very popular scallop distributor, right? Uh, largest scallop company in the world. Wow. Yeah. It's intense. Not really, though. Man, Dad, scallops again for dinner. <laughs> I could not. I could not do them back in the day. Like I, I, my father, my father made them for like Christmas Eve dinner one time, and I just remember the fury that he had. Because I just, it was gross, but it was also, it was kind of like, yeah, it's, it's a good thing my father doesn't listen to these podcasts. <laughs> I think part of the problem is that my father just didn't know how to cook them because he made them all rubbery. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, he overcooked them. And it's yeah, you know, it's like sca- scallops are like scrambled eggs. You gotta like kind of <laughs> <laughs> you, you don't you don't you don't let them cook, you don't let them cook on the heat. You let them cook from the residual internal heat. Yo, I thought I knew what big scallops looked like, but dude, there are some fucking there's some monster the... scallops out there. It's, it's 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 why I made the joke about fornicating with them because yeah. yeah, it's like it's it's like it's it it's yeah. I'm not gonna. This has already kind of gone off the rails. This is actually, I, I, I so um, I kind of got snubbed on the, the the previous place I applied to. Oh yeah. I, wondered, I, I thought I thought it was one. Of, we were kind of talking, and it might have been due to one of like my coworkers kind of like changing roles there. But it also might be because I talk about having sex with scallops on a podcast. It might be. My name comes up in Facebook. It might be. I mean, they got to listen a little. Was, they got to listen pretty far in. They got to listen to where I, we are right here. One oh seven. I rolls the sex scallop dices. I takes my chances. <laughs> I try it once. Yeah, I guess so. Everybody tries something once. Um, once. Let's so, let's talk about this YouTube thing though. Uh, yeah. So what's happened? Some take two thing. Well, and we we can yeah we'll roll into that first. So okay. okay. Um, there is a very he's a pretty small time streamer called Matto. I believe it's M A T T O. Am I wrong here? Probably am. Um, su- uh, Sup Matto. That's it. Sup Matto. S U P M A T T O. Uh, he was a Borderlands uh, streamer, and he's been streaming Borderlands uh, two, one, two, and the pre sequel for the past five years, right? Never had a bad relationship. However, he always he um, he did have he grew essentially relationships with the developers, some of the some of the some of the coders and things like that. Some of the developers, and he would always kind of break information that he would get, and it would turn out right. Like you know what I mean? Like when the pre sequel was going to come out, maybe he a couple of things that he said. Oh, here are a couple of features, uh, and then they would end up being true, right? So he was. Essentially, he's a journalist. You know what I mean? Like, that's what he does. He reports on Borderlands. He streams a lot of his playtime. Um, that's what he covers. He covers Borderlands. So, apparently, there were... Um, on a stream where they were talking about the Twitch app, uh, there were developer accounts tied to uh, tied to this, this Twitch stream that he had found. Um, and he kind of he, he he viewed it with like other people watching these. He found this like kind of developer Twitch stream that I guess was not supposed to be public, but but it's it wasn't on his it wasn't his fault. It's not like he fucking hacked in their system. This Twitch stream that wasn't supposed to be public, I believe he he found the extension and he kind of sent the extension out to other people and um, the, take two essentially. Uh, has it tried to obliterate him? They sent two private investigators. Uh, they, sent, they sent they sent the Pinkertons after him. Yeah, they sent like two private investigators to his home. Like he said, two guys in dark suits showed up to his his home. Uh, you know, knocked on his door and then questioned him for thirty minutes. Which I feel bad for him a little bit because he's a moron and he's like, I was just really really nervous. I didn't know what to do. Because the first thing I would have told them was, go fuck yourselves. Get the fuck off my property before I put bullets in your fucking skulls. But, you know, not everyone has the wherewithal to do that. Um, but, I mean, and then they launched 
just to just either yesterday or today, uh, Take Two and Gearbox launched sixty three takedown strikes on YouTube against his channel. So, from what I understand, somehow this game developer accidentally leaked credentials to a private account. Is that what happened? Uh, okay. The catalyst of this conflict was the April 29th announcement of the Borderlands 3 EchoCast Twitch extension. While the stream showed how players could use the extension to interact with Twitch live streams while playing Borderlands 3, others, including Submato, noticed that the account names for the test server players were publicly visible. So they had like these test these players playing on test servers with NDAs essentially. Yeah. Um but they were open to the they weren't necessarily open to the public like hey watch these guys, but they were accessible to the public. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. So you have these testers running this game that obviously Borderlands doesn't want to get out there and Submato tells everyone like hey if you want if you want to see like some early access yeah. footage, there's testers watching shit. Right. That's not hacking. That's not. No, he not found what hacking. was there. It's just no. Yeah. yeah. But they're though, they're they're trying to spin this. You know that he's he's a hacker and like, he's giving up trade secrets. It's kind of like your neighbors changing in front of their window. You know, Submato reinforced the information's ease of availability, stating that it was not found by some crafty workaround. He said right. it's not some crafty workaround. On the 29th, the official Borderlands YouTube channel posted the reveal of the Twitch Twitch extension leading into the gameplay reveal, yeah. and the name of the te- testing accounts were exposed in that video. That mm-hmm. wasn't found by me. They listed that those testing accounts. So he literally just went to Twitch, looked yeah. up the names of the testing accounts, and watched the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, anybody could have done it. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty that's pretty strange. So they're trying to they're trying to take him down and he really just exposed he's the loudest voice though, right? I mean that's why I said it's it's like I think the problem is is he took photos and he took he he ripped he ripped um video mm-hmm. and distributed it on his YouTube channel and right. and that's he, what they're butthurt about. He he right. stripped and ripped then tipped he, that cup. But every other video he's ever published, he's been able to get away with it being under fair use clause yeah and and, and frankly he was i mean frankly he's he's just been for the past five years just been giving good press to borderlands and to gearbox you know what i mean for nothing they don't pay him any money they don't give him anything you know it's it's an interesting era right now for leaking because you really can't keep a large announcement secret anymore um i don't know about you guys but i know exactly what the iphone 11 is going to look like I've been seeing leaks for the iPhone 11 for months now. I know what the back of it's going to look like. It's going to have like a square raised area where the multiple cameras are on the back side of it. I know what the Pixel 4 is going to look like because they've been leaked. And I, I feel like it's a weird era because like Google actually made a decision to get the pixel 4 they're like well if you guys have already gotten the leaked photos we'll, sh- we'll we'll share a real one with you guys like they actually kind of like validated the leaks and in the case of the phones what happens is someone that works at the factory that makes the cases get the mold in advance and the 
companies that make the cases need to know how nice their case is going to look on the the phones so they get a real 3D rendering of these devices that are supposed to be a secret. Mm -hmm. But what ends up happening is the entire world gets a chance to see this phone because one underpaid worker at the case, at some case company, decided to just share the 3D render. Nobody knows who shared it because there's so many different case manufacturers. You know, Apple could probably narrow it down to a few companies because there's only a few that are ready on launch day. But it happens, even though there's an NDA in place. So I feel like the whole idea of leaking, um, and it's not just phones. I've noticed this trend with video games, too. I don't know if you guys have, but... I play probably the two games that I play the most right now because my kids are totally into them. Um, One of them is Minecraft, and one of them is Pokemon Go. And with those two games specifically, there's certain Easter eggs that they hide in the game, and they're supposed to go off on a certain day. A lot of the time, they'll just tell you. They'll say, hey, this is on this day, this feature shows up. However... Some of them are kind of like secrets. Maybe it's a beta that you're running and you're just trying it out. What people do is they run the games through a decompiler and they extract the information out. So people are posting up like pictures of Pokemon characters that that haven't even appeared in the game yet. And they're posting up what they're going to look like because they're able to run the code through a decompiler. And what's interesting is it kind of takes away the secrecy and some of the intellectual property in some ways to the content creators, right? Because mm. all it takes is for one little misstep. In this case, the, the, you know, the Android version of Pokemon Go or the desktop version of Minecraft. If you, do, if you can't completely secure the content inside the game from being sniffed, somebody's going to find it and they're going to do an internet reveal long before the company ever could have done it. So... In some ways, I sympathize, but in other ways, it's like this is this is the era that we live in, right? It's the same era where if a if a CD gets released, the electronic version of it is being pirated all over the internet, much faster than people are physically going to stores to purchase it or actually paying for a licensed copy of it. You know, same goes for movies. You can get. A movie, the day it appears in the theater, you can get that same movie. Um, Actually, you can get it before it appears in the theater because the DVD screeners, you remember the screeners? Which usually has like something flashing down at the bottom of the screen. I don't remember now. So what they do is like if a movie's about ready to drop, they want want certain media outlets to be able to have access uh, to the movie without having to go to the movie theater. So what they do is they get a DVD screener a few days in advance. So what it will be is it'll be like, um, I don't know, what's a, what's a movie that just came out? Um, Godzilla, right? Sure. They'll get a copy of Godzilla, but at the bottom it will flash, you know, this is a DVD screener, um, you know, copying this is unauthorized, and it's just constantly blinking on the screen. But it's a perfectly viable copy of the movie. There's, it, there's no better copy protection on it than any other Blu-ray or whatever that you'd have. So if you have your hands on a screener, you could actually make copies for your friends. And then you they have a digital copy of this movie, you know, with the exception of the text blinking at the bottom, days before it actually is released in the theater. They actually have, you know, 
Blu-ray quality version of it. And I don't know how I feel about it, but it's like the norm now. You know, this this leaking. It's like the norm. Uh, there's always been, like, leaks, right? Like, that's, that's like, what the basis of fucking journalism sometimes, right? When you can't get the fucking truth from the source, you know what I mean? Someone has to kind of dig deep. I think it's uh, an important part of the press. And I think that just because this guy doesn't work for a fucking media outlet or, uh, you know, he doesn't maybe doesn't consider consider himself a journalist. The fact is, is he's reporting on a fucking state of on the state of a game with information that he's received. And uh, who the fuck is two is take two in borderline gearbox to say that he can't report on this shit. You know what I mean? Like they they're when they're the ones that expose it themselves. It's their fuck up. Be responsible for your own shit. I mean, what this guy did, I don't see anything wrong with it. And they could say, oh, it's it's damaging to us. They, they have a whole spiel where, well, this is a 10-month investigation about, uh, you know, he's got, the, there's other stuff. He's withholding information. He's not being truthful about it. And if that's the case. Take two, um, take two keeping Gearbox around and letting Randy Pitchford still be associated with him is damaging to their brand. I mean, whatevs. Right. I, I just... If there is more to this story, then I just don't understand why Take Two or Gearbox hasn't given context to, to what they've said. They just said, you know, there's more to it. He's withholding information, but they they've yet to identify any of it. You know what I mean? It's it's I don't know. It's I feel like it's it's a it's an infringement upon a freedom of speech. Yeah. And uh, Gunnar, you said I I saw this too, like the. Because these YouTubers, these small YouTubers specifically, the ones that actually built the fucking channel, um, the ones that YouTube itself doesn't really give a shit about anymore, uh, because they're kind of getting phased out by YouTube, they're, they've been approached by the... What guild is it, Gunner? It's German, right? IG Metal. It's, the, yeah. it's, the, it's, the, it's actually the largest trade union in the world. Right. They want to partner with YouTubers, with like you know the smaller YouTuber YouTube channels, to create like a union for them. Hmm. Well, it's it, it actually gets interesting because it's effectively the same. There's a lot of the same arguments to as to um, that John Oliver story when he was talking about professional wrestling. I because, think I missed that episode. So, well, the the the, the big thing, like at least with the WWE is that the way they get out of doing a lot of the stuff that you would like so wrestlers are required to work 5 days a week you know they're doing all their own travel like it's this kind of like double plus thing where it's like they say that they're all independent contractors but they're they're they have employment rules that they have to meet mm-hmm. they're like they have a schedule that they have so basically they're everything they're they're employees but they don't have to, you know, because of the way that because they're claimed as independent contractors, they don't, the the WWE is not required to abide by a lot of labor law as right. far as what they're const, const, constituted to employ, and that's what IG Metal is saying, is that uh, or at least the YouTubers that are forming that agreement with IG Metal is that yes, like YouTube, in many countries, YouTube's basic basic service agreement, you are an employee of YouTube. We do, we, you know, like you have you have to comply to their code of you have to pl- comply to a what amounts to an employment contract mm-hmm. to be paid by their platform, 
And as part of an employee, you're supposed to actually have like you're supposed to have full disclosure from your employer about what the rules are as far as you know, because that's one of the things they talk about now is that like you can just get booted off monetization or the promotion algorithm and YouTube doesn't have to tell you why. Who would have thought ten years ago we'd be talking about whether or not YouTube streamers are employees of YouTube? Man, it's crazy. Who would have I mean to be honest with you Ten years ago, would they have wanted to be considered employees of YouTube? Well, that's actually one of the biggest things that they we talked about. Like, I like you know, and uh, again, I hope the bosses don't listen to this because I'm not not that I'm pitching nothing. But um, at this point, we're fucking. <laughs> I already talked about you. It's fucking a deep, a deep dive. It's it's one twenty three. Yeah, I already talked about you fucking a scallop. I'm in it. I'm in it to win it. Well, uh, okay, fair enough, but. Um, I, I, I guess where, where this goes is that, like, the thing that's really kind of fucked the IT industry is that we, you know, for the most part, we kind of tend to lean libertarian. Mm-hmm. And it's really against our best interest yeah. because it makes it makes it so that we're horrendously taken advantage yes. of. And it's why it's why they specifically have to craft laws in Congress to make it so that we're exe- you know, like the, the Oompa Loompas, as it were, are exempt from overtime. But, but, like, the management class is not because they're considered high-value employees and the Oompa Loompas are not. No, it's a, it's, it's a very interesting point. I mean, if you think about the Internet just as a standard, right, the whole hypertext thing, the HTML that people are using, that really started as an open standard. And the Internet has completely succeeded with open standards. And although open standards can be profitable most of the time it's somebody doing a whole lot of research and not really getting a whole lot of money for it and you're right so in it you kind of gravitate towards things that seem um morally correct even if they don't pay you at the end of the day and it's a strange strange profession definitely have conflict because we all want to be able to buy food and pay our bills but we also want to be part of a greater good to humanity and to society and to you know our communities and stuff like that <clears throat> it's the other thing about IT is I feel like IT is very difficult to reach local communities with if that makes any sense uh, I'm not sure what you mean what I mean is most people who do IT work as, like, volunteer don't do it for the place that's across the street from them. You, do you see what I'm saying? Does that make any sense? Most people that do IT yeah. work. So Gunner does IT work for the casino, let's say. Right. But a good portion, as he's dying, a good portion of what Gunner does, though, is research his stuff that was <clears throat> that, that there's no money in, and he's not getting any money to learn. It's, it's, it's a huge portion of IT, and I'm so glad Gunner brought up this point. <clears throat> you know, for example, um, uh, you know, you're 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 writing you're writing a program for your company, right? 
and you want that program to work well, you could just write it for the one browser that your company uses, which let's call it Internet Explorer today. But you're going to take a lot of time to make sure that the, the code actually works in something like Chrome, right? Because the rest of the world uses Chrome. And maybe someday your company's going to use Chrome. But you don't do it because you're, you want the code to be scalable for the company for 20 years. You do it because it's the right thing to do. It's a strange, strange thing. So you do a lot of work that that's almost could be perceived as volunteer work because you're, you're, you're researching. And, and w with IT, it's not just... It's not just what you learn, but it's also what you give back. So let's say you're, you're, you're sitting here working on this program and you find out that there's a bug with Chrome. <laughs> you're actually going to reach out to Chrome and, and ask them to fix it. You, do you see what I'm saying? You're not getting paid. You're, you're getting paid by your employer because they don't know you're spending that time. But it's a lot of volunteer time. But it doesn't, the volunteer work doesn't go to the person across the street from you. Long term, they might. They, they may indirectly benefit from it, but they have no idea. They have no idea that it was you. So you're saying you're not getting credit, essentially, for the work, for the extra work that you're doing? You get the credit, but it's, it's, it's a different type. You don't, most of the time, if you decide that you want to spend like 20% of your time for volunteer work, your community knows about it, right? Whether you're working at yeah. fundraisers or um, whether you're, um, you know, whether it's like library or church or farmer's market or, you know, seed sharing or um, tutoring. There's so many different ways that you can contribute like 20% of your time towards the greater good. IT is a strange one where you gravitate towards stuff that does not pay you and you... And, and, and no one around you really, really understands. You do get recognition. For sure you get recognition. I mean, the Internet is really good about giving you credit for the work that you do. But nobody cares. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's kind of like being a vacuum repairman. And instead of, instead of directing people to your store where you repair vacuums, giving them free advice online. Gotcha. It's a strange okay. thing. The chances of the person you're giving advice to being across the street is almost null. But the benefit of telling them online how to fix their problem, the next person that looks for the problem can find it for free. So you're making the entire world a better place, you know, one ticket at a time. But you're taking money out of your own pocket and doing so. Did I do a good job of explaining that, Cutter? I know I'm talking more about no, it than that, you that, are, that, that, and it was that, your no. point. No, again, because it, 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 we, I mean, like, we're kind of gluttons for punishments, too, like, where we will just, we will plug away at something, even if it's ultimately detrimental to ourselves. Oh, gosh. So much. <laughs> you know, but it's, yeah, you know, it, it, because we also kind of, like, we kind of build our own internal, um, how'd you put it? rep economy as it were mm -hmm. you know like you try you try and solve interesting problems and it may not be a you know like sometimes you have your own but it's also like hey this is kind of bullshit that this doesn't work like and sometimes it's like hey i have this product that i i, I support from a vendor 
that there's obviously something wrong with it and I fixed it so that please could you incorporate this fix so that when I have to go and deal with this again I don't have to fuck you know like if I have to install this again I don't have to deal with my particular fucking buggy patch and you can like do a, a like a vendor like a AA vendor supported one or um you get the like kind of nitty-gritty stuff like um I don't know if you've ever seen a uh, level 1 tech on YouTube where you go back No I haven't uh, it's a YouTube channel, but one of, one of the things that they were talking about, you know, it's a bunch of really smart guys, but they found a bug in win- the Windows OS kernel that particularly affected AMD CPUs, and that was kind of like, they, they, they wrote a fix for it that is now actually incorporated in... The new like the new the the new hot patches for Windows. It's the, actually I think they had a, they had an OS scheduler thing that they pushed out to fix it. Ultimately, but um, Windows like which is totally shit the bed on anything above sixteen cores in AMD. But if you go to Linux, then everything was awesome and you like but you'd see like a thirty forty like a thirty percent performance hit. Hmm. Trying to run a server like trying to run jobs in virtualization jobs in windows versus and again you know he went you know it's stuff that not normally people care about but like if you're doing like if you have a 16 core you know if you have a 32 core cpu you know you're if you're one of those people running around with one of those you kind of appreciate like hey my this really expensive thing i bought is actually pretty awesome again yeah i actually i had an example today um of all days um at my previous job i worked for an insurance company and they decided they wanted to outsource the website. And outsourcing the website was pretty simple. They get some graphic designers. They put some polish on it. But a lot of technologies change because it moves away from uh, being in-house to being no longer in-house. So they get to choose. Um, previously, it might have been running Microsoft. Now it's running something else. In this case, it was running um, like Ubuntu or Red Hat Linux for the web server. Um, but one of the main technological differences was the way the data was stored. And, of course, Gunner's in IT, so he knows this lingo, but, you know, data is stored in a database, and there is tons, tons of different database programs that you can use. And they do everything. They store the information, they distribute the information, um, and they serve the information back up. Um, in some cases, they replicate the information, um, or they make the information so available that no matter how many times you ask for it, um, you have it right away. And these different database engines are not compatible with each other generally. So I was looking on the Internet, and I was like, well, you know, this insurance company is a Microsoft shop, and this place we're sending it to is a Linux shop. And I'm like, how do I get the database from our format into their format? And it was something something simple had to be on the web page. I finally found a solution, and what it was is it was this guy that wrote this program, uh, him and, and some other guy, and uh, and it did all the work for you, and it was written in a, a language um, called PowerShell, and uh, it was on the Microsoft, and Gunnar, I'm sure you've been there before, but the Microsoft CodePlex. Okay. Have you heard of that? I vaguely. CodePlex was where Microsoft wanted everyone to put their source code. It's where some of the Microsoft developers would put their source code as well until 
GitHub came out and just took over. Oh my! Did you? Did, yeah, freaking get that that debacle. Which is hilarious because Microsoft actually purchased GitHub, um, because they were the largest. They were one of the largest companies using the platform. Well, anyway, um, so I found this and I found a bug and I'm like, the bug affected. We couldn't use it without fixing the bug. And according to the license of this, it was the whole pay it forward license. So whatever I fixed with it, I had to give it back my changes. I needed to, to, to either publish my changes or I needed to make my changes available if somebody wrote me a letter. It's really weird the way these licenses work. The easiest way to do it, though, is just to republish it so that way you're in compliance. So to do the whole pay it forward thing, I do what anyone would do, and I put it on GitHub. I fixed all the bugs. It worked. Um, you know, it's being used. I think it, I think the script runs every 15 minutes or something like that. Even though I've left, it's the code is still it's still going there in my old company. And uh, today, a guy, some guy was using it for his company, unbeknownst to me. And he came and he said, "Hey, I found this problem with it." And a good portion of my day today was spent. Working with a stranger on code that I never authored originally myself. Somebody else wrote it, but I kind of took it over because the original, that original CodePlex version of it was read-only. It was an archive. You can't change it anymore. Um, and yeah, and as an IT professional, you spend time working on code that's not yours for somebody you don't know. It's a very strange thing. Are you alive, Wade? I'm alive. He's just, yeah, he's just sleeping. He's alive. He's sleeping. <laughs> I have, I, have, I don't have much, much input on it, but I'm alive. No, but yeah, and you know, I mean, like the the, the GPL and stuff like that. The GPL kind of formalizes stuff that you would do if you weren't on the hook to a boss. Generally, anyways, you know, it's just kind of good karma. That and it's you know it's generally easier if you, you kind of work toward you know I mean like we'll st we still end up with like sixteen different standards on things but it's just it's more productive if people kind of work on a common problem just because you know there's a, it, it, instead of trying to like reinvent the wheel sixteen times that's that's kind of how I feel but you do burn a lot of time helping out strangers yes you do it's a strange strange field. I'm still fucking around with that 3D printer simulator that we dicked around with last time. Just trying to, like, actually make it fucking usable. And, like, on a modern build. Part of my printing business, I I did some um, consulting with Gunner, because Gunner knows a lot about the, uh, the 3D printing, which I want to be able to branch out into it. Even though 3D printing, it was, like, big, and then it never really took off, and now it's kind of somewhere in between. I'm like, Gunner, I want to talk to these printers. And Gunner's like, okay, well, I've heard of... I'm like, is there any way to just, like, like emulate one of these? Like, pretend... tell the Make the computer, like, 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 print something, but, like, really, really fast. So I don't have to sit there and wait for an hour for a real physical printer. I also don't want to buy a physical printer because I, I, they can get expensive. And uh, what was it? Oh, like, a week of fucking around? We just bought a printer. <laughs> 
we it was spent bad. a week of our lives trying to get a perfectly viable 3D printer emulator working. It looks like a th- it looks like a 3D printer. It's a program that runs on your computer, and it moves around like a 3D printer. And all we tried to do is we tried to get it to work, and it would do fucking nothing. It's yeah. Well, you know, but it's also it's also like it's one of those things where the guy built it and it worked perfectly in his particular build environment and everything like that. But it, you know, it's get it's yeah. Pro- programming also suffers very much from the fi- like programming more often than not seems to suffer from the fighting game answer. Yeah, it's of weird get too good. because a lot like of these projects have been good. unmaintained for years as well. Like you email someone <laughs> and they're like, "Hey, I found your program and uh, I can't get it working." Um, do you have any pointers? <laughs> and there's no email at all. Like, like, yeah. I mean, he could be like, dead. Nope. He could have just passed left. it. It's crazy. He he uploaded. They uploaded their consciousness to a low earth, low orbiting Earth satellite. It's kind of like walking satellite. through a city where all of the buildings were put up by people, just single people, and they just stopped when they were sick of it. So you get these beautiful buildings right next to these ones where there's just like a one wall. You're like, what the fuck? Or there's one and it's perfect. Everything looks great and it's missing a ceiling. Like, how, isn't that, doesn't that cause a lot of issues? But he doesn't answer you. Because he's gone. No, he good. started a new mm. house. Get good. Well, the one that Do I we have had any other on topics? the list was... Um, uh, some of the new stuff going on uh, with the Pokemon game. Yes. Yeah, so, yeah, Pokemon um, Go, go for it, roll I, it out. I've gotten a lot of friend requests lately, um, and there is uh, there was like a, an event in New York City. They dropped like a like a balloon. Gunner, you're into Pokemon, right? Like the like actual Pokemon, not necessarily Go. I mean, I played them. I'm not like super. Crazy involved. Do you know what the story behind the rocket stuff is? The Team Rocket? What do you mean? Like, what what their job is kind of thing? Who is Team Rocket is what he's asking. He doesn't know anything about them. Team Rocket is kind of this organized... Well, it's, 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 it's an organized group specifically for... Using Pokemon for acts of uh, nefariousness and near do well doing, you know, like you have. Uh, I mean, like they st- they steal other poke. You know, they they steal they, they steal Pokemon from other trainers. That kind of stuff. But it's also like it it's it's they're, they're like the kid version of Specter in uh, the Pokemon world. So it's like this international vast criminal conspiracy, and the like. The the thing the thing with Pokemon is that they have gems, but the you know like you have the teams and you have gems, so you have like teams that are kind of like disciples right. of trainers. Right, right, right. And gems but it's, in general, but they're all good guys. But team Team Rocket is unique. Yeah, but team I mean like there's some jerky trainers, but Team Rocket is unique because they don't they don't have a gem per se. It's it's just this organ it's 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 this organization. So you know, like there, there's no, there's no like they're training Pokemon to rank up, 
to make them the best, you know, like to, to, to fight the particular type. It's like we're training our Pokemon to kick ass because we want to have power. See, now, Gunner, earlier you told me to go Google something instead of asking you. And I think <laughs> I think sometimes asking you is the better option because I, had, I didn't really know that. So uh, so what, what they did is they, they started this, um, this Go event in, in the Pokemon, or I'm sorry, this Rocket event. Uh, this Team Rocket um, in the Pokemon Go game. So, you know, the game that was, you know, wildly popular, what, three years ago now, um, has finally, uh, it, it, it has, I would even say it's, 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 it's a fairly major change because for the first time now, you actually have to, like, you, before when you battled, you it was really friendly battling because you were only battling other people. There wasn't really anyone evil. Um, at some point, either you won or another player won, and it was never like like really direct playing. It was strange. But now with this this team rocket, what happens is the pokey stop that you go to. It's like your items are being held hostage, and of course the 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 team rocket guy comes out and he starts fighting you with these poisoned pokemon i i is i assume that's consistent with with the with the rocket theme gunner they're like are they under hypnosis or something um i mean you know they're i they always kind of have some weird sketchy thing of why their pokemon are working with them except meowth and coughing and Mm -hmm. ekans well, and that's yeah, hilarious because when this event started, it was like the the Ekans, which I didn't realize, but it's the word snake backwards. <laughs> He's one of the snake Pokemon. Um, Ekans. Well, it, 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 it's it's pre-evolved form Arbok, or actually, it's, it's evolved Cobra, form Arbok yeah. is Cobra backwards. So, um, the the Ekans and the coughing that you're talking about. That's what was spawning everywhere. So what's the? How do they? How do they um, tie in? Well, because those are those are some of Jesse and James' original Pokemon in the series, and Jesse and James are the Team Rocket team. You know, the people that you kind of have the most exposure to, at least in the okay, the okay. animated series. Yeah, that makes sense. So so now what's happening is some of these stops have been kind of taken over. And, wait, I know you played for, for a brief amount of time. And you know how you could spin the stops? They kind of show up and they, like, they, they're, they like take, your, yeah. they take your items hostage, kind of. And you have to battle these poisoned Pokemon. Um, and it's pretty cool because you get, to, you get to win one of them after you've defeated them. So, like, you get this poisoned version of a Pokemon. It's kind of neat. So, like, uh, you know, Charmander looks kind of cute or whatever, but he looks pretty badass with purple flames coming out of him and red eyes. And so it kind of, like, adds this alternative version of Pokemon, uh, of the Pokemon characters to the game, which I find interesting. The other thing that they've done to this is, for a cost with inside the game, you can, not necessarily a monetary cost, but, you know, for a cost um, with with the candy that you would use um, and also with the Stardust, which is kind of like a currency in the game. But um, for, a, for a, a small cost, you can actually purify them so that they're no longer, like, glowing purple and they don't have these red eyes. 
But what a lot of people are doing is they just, they're just keeping them like that because they look so evil. Um, you know, so you'll, as you're playing the game, you'll, you'll see one at a gym. And it'll it'll just look, you know, it'll look like an evil version of one that uh, you know might have looked innocent before. So, do they do they have like their stats altered, yeah, so or the, are they the are their stats ones, worse? Their stats or? Are terrible. So if you want to get them a good fighter, you have to gotcha. get really lucky, and you also have to really spend a lot, um, you know, boosting up their power in order to make them worthwhile. Uh, and when you purify them, it like throws their stats through the roof. So you can actually get like what would previously have been considered a very, very hard to find uh, high stat, car- uh, uh, you know, Pokemon. You can actually get one of those now by running it through this purification process, which is really doesn't cost a lot. But what's interesting is. Niantic wants to. Uh, Niantic is the company that makes Pokemon Go, by the way. Um, uh, you know, the Pokemon company kind of sees over the sees over the, the the franchise or whatever the 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 whole the whole uh, brand. But Niantic is the game developer. And what night? Does Nintendo own Pokemon or are they separate companies? Because everyone started sicking money gotcha. into Nintendo when uh, when Pokemon went big, and then it was like the news was released that it's uh-huh. only a percentage that their that their stocks aren't going to be like drastically influenced by the success of the game. And uh, um, they want to appreciate how difficult it was previously to get these high stat Pokemons. So, oh, by the way, Wade, something that uh, something else has been added. Um, oh, I think maybe a year ago now was the ability to trade. Finally, yeah, because that was oh, like a highly okay, manned feature. Because I might caught cool. five of one, and you can't find any. So it'd be nice if I could trade you. You know, get some of the ones you have for some of the ones I have. Um, right. And uh, they won't let you trade the shadow Pokemon. They won't let you train the poisoned ones. They won't let you trade them. They won't let you train them? No, and it's really sound. Oh, trade them, okay. What they said was, when you purify them, the stats go through the roof. So what you're essentially doing is, when you're trading a shadow Pokemon, you're making it really easy for the other person to have a high stat Pokemon. Normally, when you trade, it resets the stats. And the reason that they do it that way is because... They don't want to de-incentivize the original purpose of the game, which is almost like a scavenger hunt to go out and find them. They, they don't want to devalue how much work somebody's put into finding one. So you might have been playing for three years. You might have just finally got that per, the perfect stats on one of the characters. So what they said was they, they're not going to allow you to trade them if they're shadow because it, it, what it does is it starts to devalue what a high-stat Pokemon really is. So I thought that was really smart. Gotcha. They're yeah, trying to protect yeah, the to Pokemon protect economy, the, um, if you will. The brand by not pissing off people that have been playing for three years. And I thought that that was pretty smart. But I definitely see seen an, an uptick um, uh, in the, the amount of people, you know, walking around again, playing. And, uh, um, you know, definitely with the friend requests, the Facebook activity and stuff like that. So I think they did. I 
I think that this uh, rocket was an. I think it's an. It, if Pokemon Go lasts for the long haul, and at this point I think it might, I think that this rocket was a very smart decision for them to write into the game. Well, I mean, only time's going to tell. You know, you'll know and I guess the new update is going to get people playing again, but for how long, I guess, is the question. Well, really, this is just a placeholder until we can actually get, like, I'll buy one. real, anima- like, biomechanical Pokemon for our children to, 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 to <laughs> I'll buy one. To Mine's going to be poisoned, though, because <laughs> it looks cool. <laughs> yes. Did anyone see the, the Detective Pikachu movie? I have not yet. Um, was it was it good? I haven't either. I, I saw it as an outsider because I'm not necessarily a Pokemon fan, and by that I don't mean I, it's not that I'm not a fan of Pokemon. I think that it's a I think it's a really really cool thing, whatever it is. It's this. It's like I don't even know what to call it, but at this point, it's almost like like um like a miniature superhero movie, right? It's like all of the plot pieces have been put in place, but there's really only been like games and merch at this point, right? There really hasn't been like, like, like a a, a series of of movies. I guess you could say there there is because of the, um, because of the the animated, yeah, yeah. The animated, yeah. but the uh, Japanese I, I find those films repulsive. I'm sorry for the people who love it. I'm very sorry, but I find it repulsive. Um, I that's I, I shouldn't even say repulsive. I real that's something I really I, I honestly don't care for is is that style, the high pitched, just shouting, you know, about bee drills and Pikachu's. I, there's something about it that that, that I, I can't watch. The movie, on the other hand, I thought was pretty good. Um, I kind of wanted more as an outsider because I don't really understand the plot. So like. Gunner understands like like what this team rockets about, which leads me to believe that he knows quite a bit about like how the original Pokemon were created, how they integrated with humanity. Well, um, Pokemon are people. That's a, that's that's a, that's a that's that's a theory for another. But that's just a theory. That's a, a game, game theory. <laughs> you guys are going to get sued now. Good job. Yeah, I hope so. Great. <laughs> yeah, that's really going to fucking help our help our show. <laughs> but yeah, how like how like there was there was it probably would actually. Um it started off with like Mew and then the other ones were like <laughs> What is that sound? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> What a strange episode we have here! You couldn't you couldn't have held it for seven more minutes. I I was like fighting to like get the stupid fucking mute button on my mic, but I couldn't get it to to active the mute button to activate. So I only got to rip ass on the internet. I would have laughed my ass off if your ass literally blew the microphone out. To the listeners, though, like you you could have brushed it off as like you got a phone call because it almost sounded like a vibrating phone. No, it wasn't the phone vibrating, my friends. <laughs> <laughs> it was God. Yeah. But uh, so, 
yeah, like like it started with one, and then they there was mutations of them, and the history behind why like you can turn a fish that's constantly flopping around outside of water into one of the most powerful. Um, like, there's each a, a lot of the characters they have their own stories, and from but from me like an outsider looking in, I'm just like, why is there? Why is there a world where Pokemon are hanging out with humans? Like, that's that's something that was just. I'm like, okay, if it's a game, it's a game. Whatever. I just I don't really need to know the plot. I'm just going to try to like like do the objectives. Um, I think that there could have been like more explained in the movie, if that makes sense. I think they could have they they could have really made it for people who knew nothing about it. You know, it's kind of like when you watch. Um, the and I'll use the Walking Dead as <laughs> come full circle here. Um, talk about the Walking Dead. When you watch the first episode of the Walking Dead, um, I guess it, I, they don't really explain where the the virus comes from, but you have a good idea of how it unfolds, right? With the Pokemon movie, it's just bam, modern day time. Everyone's got a pet Pokemon. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. To me, that was that was where I think they could have done better. Um, that said, though, I thought that the uh, that the plot of it was decent. Um, the uh, there was a there was a pretty good twist in it. The uh, the the acting I thought was was good, um, and the 3D animation was terrific. And they had a lot of the staple Pokemon that you really want to see. You know what I mean? They made sure to put a Bulbasaur in there. They made sure to put, um, uh, uh, what's another big one? Like I said, with a magic carp, um, uh, Mankey or whatever he is, the weird monkey that's got a big hand as a tail. <sighs> Strange thing. Um, the, uh, like the squirtle in there? Um, I don't know if there was, I think there was a squirtle. I don't know if there was a squirtle. What I do, what was interesting is there was only one Pikachu, I believe, which I think was intentional, but I don't think it's accurate. Hmm. Right, Gunner? What do you mean? What do you mean? When you say that you think that was intentional, but not accurate. Like there's, I mean, like there's more than one Pikachu. Right. So I think they intentionally only had one just because it was the main character of the movie. But I don't think that it was accurate to the story. They sh- there should have been like a s- there. It should have been the Pikachu species, right? There's male and female, and there's multiples. There's like, male and female. I, I didn't know they were. Uh, I mean, I guess they'd have to be right because they're mammals. But yeah, actually, most of them you can't tell the difference. But a few of them you can. Pikachu, you actually can tell the <laughs> female. Big old set of balls on that Pikachu. <laughs> yeah. I, you, <laughs> Yeah, kind of. The uh, the male, the, you know how they have like the lightning bolt tail. Yeah. The females, the end of her tail looks like a heart. Oh really? Yeah, it's like a butt cheek. Oh, that's wild. Yeah, it's I'm like an upside down W. Whereas the males is like the it's like a regular thunderbolt tail. That's that's the only difference. But a, a lot of the males and females do have ex- very 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 subtle difference. Ah, okay. I see what you're saying here. Yeah, my battery, yeah. my battery is kind of on the the the, the, the pinnacle of uh, taking a plunge here, guys. So all right. Well, it is yeah. 158. We're we've almost made two hours. I think. Uh, 
talking about Pikachu balls would probably be a good spot to stop. <laughs> They're good balls. Uh, with that, we thank everyone for listening. Um, we uh, our schedule summer's a little bit crazy. There's been some things kind of going around, so we may uh, maybe not be posting quite as frequently. We will as we kind of summer ends. I think our schedule kind of schedules will have calmed down a little bit. We will be posting on a more regular basis. But uh, thanks everybody for checking in with us and listening. Make sure to give us a like and a share and any. Uh, any comments on further content that you'd like to hear us talk about would be greatly appreciated. Go uh, go go watch go watch Ponies Anthology Seven, and go watch uh, apparently Ponies Anthology Seven. So uh, we'll see you later. Some scallops, fuck some scallops as well. I don't know, shove them up your ass, whichever. <laughs> Got to make sure they're warm though. You don't want them cold. That's just weird. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys later. No ride the snake, snake. Gunner. They finally, the Jesus Christ, Gunner. Ride Come the on, snake. <laughs> ride the snake. Well, that's when the music would have started fading in, and then it's a ride the snake. Yeah, ride the snake. You were late. Now you're talking all over me. Jesus. All right, I'm gonna stop recording now. Okay. <laughs> oh, that was.